so well, thanks very much for, for coming on. Uh, how are you keeping um, these days? We seem to be coming out of the lockdown uh, anyways now. Yeah, great. I think things are a lot better and it's a lot more positive now, especially with the announcement today that the GA are opening pitches and stuff in the June 29th and that there's contact involved. So I think every day we're getting more positive news. So it's given everyone a lift and it's mighty odd here. Yeah, I suppose every player now is just looking forward to, to getting back training and playing and you're no different, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I think even the social side of it, meeting guys you haven't seen in a while because you're used to meeting the same faces because I suppose we were all keeping to the restrictions that were in place. So even meeting the lads would be a great lift for everyone and it's mighty like you kind of don't realise how much you miss that side of it as much as the playing side of it either. Yeah, do you like um, how they're going back with the, the clubs first and you get your 10 or 11 weeks, whatever it is, back with the clubs and then uh, the inter-counties later in the year? That's a good idea. In fairness, it kind of eases everyone back into it because I suppose if the counties were straight back into, I suppose, championship and league fixtures, which are I suppose, high-pressure games, managers would feel under a lot of pressure and I suppose you might not you might be going seven days a week with training because you have very little time to prepare. But now I think it gives everyone a chance to ease into the club season and then following on to the county season then. So, no, I think it's a good idea and, and it's working well so far, I think, anyway. Yeah, would you, um, I suppose, been hard to stay motivated maybe sort of the start of April, mid-April, uh, when it didn't look like we'd have any football, just even keep doing the, the bit of training yourself? Yeah, I suppose I, had, I ended up having a long club year last year, so I kind of didn't take much time off before going back with the county. I only took two or three weeks off, so... It was a good time for me to kind of, I suppose, reset and um, just focus on different parts of my game that I need to improve on. So I suppose, like other players, I made use of the time as well because that's all we could do. We didn't know I was ahead of us. So um, no, I made use of the time. So it was uh, it was efficient anyway, above all else. Yeah, do you even think we might see a few more upsets than usual this year with maybe teams not being at the fitness levels that they were in start maybe February, March in, in the club championships and maybe even in the, the inter-county championship later in the year? Definitely, yeah. I think you'd even see it there in the German League, which has started off, I think, something like, is it 55% of teams, away teams have won yeah. um, fixtures, which is unheard of really, so yeah. I like that. Tables have turned big time, and I suppose a lot of clubs who didn't normally fancy their chances will give this club championship real go. And the same in the county scene, so it's it's going to be very interesting. And you know what? I suppose it's great for people too that they can look forward to it from from different clubs and counties, and it, it'll give them a bit of a lift as well. Yeah, so move on to a bit about Clare now. Uh, 2014, you made your, um, your debut for Clare. Um, how did it like all come about uh, coming into into the panel firstly? Yeah, it was funny actually. I was brought into the senior panel first, I'd say the start of at the end of 2013 and um, I was dropped in. I was told to concentrate on the 21s for a while and the 21s championship finished in and I went back playing with the club for a while and I kind of thought my chance was gone for the year because Clare were after getting to the league final and doing quite well and getting promoted. Um, but I showed a bit of good form in the club championship and thankfully then Cullum brought me in and, and gave me a chance then. So um, I was glad of it really because I suppose I was at a stage where I was dying to get involved with the lads because they were progressing mm -hmm. really well and uh, I was delighted that Cullum gave me the chance. Yeah, is it difficult in a county maybe like Clare? I know I had Conor Sweeney on um, before as well, though even the predominantly it's probably a hurling county uh, is best known for. Is it difficult for the footballers at all? Uh, 
it is in some aspects because I suppose you have some guys in the hurling panel who really would strengthen our panel uh, if they chose football instead of hurling. I'm, I'm sure we have one or two guys as well who also would strengthen the hurling panel and uh, who are very capable hurlers. So I suppose there's a good crossover there. But of course, I suppose if we had some of the guys on their panel, onto our panel, it would uh, make a huge difference to, to, I suppose, share football in itself. So it's, I suppose, sometimes in, in the crossover in a county where I suppose where Harlan is more, I suppose, um, popular, then it's you kind of lose out in times in football because hurlers might choose the to play with Clare for in, instead of playing uh, football for Clare. So I suppose that's kind of a loss in a way. Mm. But um, no, I suppose the last few years a lot of guys have chosen to play football instead of hurling with Clare. So that's been a positive and it's put a positive spin on things as well. Yeah, the Munster Championship in, in general, is it hard to, to get motivated in some ways that, you know, Kerry won the last, whatever, seven, eight in, in a row? Or are you going in the mindset that, you know, it's the aim to get to a Munster final every year and we'll, and we'll see what happens then maybe, you know, if we put up a performance against the likes of a Kerry or a Cork? Yeah, it is. Like, I mean, we've, we've had two games in 2014 and 2017 in the park and even last year when... Um, We've been very close to Kerry, mm. but unfortunately didn't get over the line. But um, I can see all right how supporters would look on and say that they'd like to, to see an open draw and travel up the country because the qualifiers is great. That way you get to, to go to different parts of the country and get on the road and stuff. So there's an argument to be made there that maybe they should just do an open draw for this coming championship and, and future championships. But um, no, listen, I suppose the aim is to get to the Munster final. I suppose you'd like to emulate the, the Clare 92 team, if at all possible, if you... Got um got a good run going, so that's kind of the aim as such. But um no, I'd still I'd still be in favour of having the Munster Championship because I think it's it's a great championship in itself. There is some great games in some years, other years I suppose mm. like that. Kerry have got the better of a lot of teams, um handy enough. But uh, I suppose sometimes it can be overlooked some of the games which are closer, and they can just say that certain teams run away with it when in real. Certain games are that close, you know. Yeah, well, I suppose probably 2016 was your your big year, if you if you like, uh, in the last decade. Uh, you lost to Kerry in the in the monster, but she got a good run going in the in the qualifiers. Um, talk to me, what was that like playing nearly um, weekend after weekend? You bet. Um, Leash Sligo, and um, we'll talk about Roscommon in a while, but the Leash and Sligo games first. Yeah, they were they were brilliant games to play, and I suppose we got um good momentum going from winning the Division Three League Final, and that kind of came on to Championship. Now Kerry, I suppose, um, gave us a good lesson down at Killarney, and we regrouped in and we kicked I think four of the last five points in that Leash game, and that was that was a serious win on a white day, and it gave us great belief that we could win the next game, whoever we were playing, and then we drew Sligo. And uh, we performed very well. We struggled at the start, but once we kind of found our feet, we got uh, David Tubley kicked a good few points that game with Carl O'Connor. So a few guys stood up and uh, thankfully we got over the line. And I suppose like that, we didn't, when you get that win and run going, you don't mind mm. who you play. It's just week on week, momentum brings you that way. It's different when you're losing games. It's, it's tougher to pick yourself up. But uh, no, that was, that was a really good year now and it was very enjoyable. Yeah, is the, is the draw a big thing in the qualifiers that you might get a home team against Division 2 or 3 team rather than we'll just say, you know, a t- Tyrone along the way? Like, is, does that give you that bit of confidence that you're playing teams um, of a similar level to yourselves? I, I suppose you would have that bit more confidence if you played a team before and you beat them as opposed to a team who you haven't played, played before, a team that 
who might perceive to be better than you. But I suppose as we saw in in the Roscommon game, they would have been perceived to be a lot better than us. But because of the performance we brought and the belief we brought to the game, we got a result. So um, it's funny that way. Like you can you can kind of catch teams if mm. if you bring if you're organised and you you kind of um, you've a good bit of belief as well. Because if you don't if you don't believe you can beat these teams, there's really no point in in going out and playing them because. It'll, it'll reflect in your performance as well. You can see sometimes teams are beaten before they even go out and play. Yeah, even on that Roscommon one, obviously they, they were Division 1 that year, but they just got hammered in the, the kind of final the week before. Did you nearly feel that they were vulnerable and this was a, a great opportunity to take out one of the, the, the top eight teams, if you like? Yeah, I suppose we saw it as a great opportunity because of the momentum we had and it was very tough. I think it was a replay. Was it a replay as yeah. well? Yeah, so I suppose they were after having two games in the trot and I suppose losing um, losing a kind of final the week before was going to be tough on the body's net. So we, we did see it as a real opportunity and um, thankfully we took it because um, we had Ross Common in the league this year and they beat us by a few points so they showed what a fine side they were. But um, that year uh, it was good to take advantage of the opportunity that was in front of us because like that when opportunity presents itself so well to you, you have to take it because you don't know we haven't got back there since, so I suppose we just have to hope that when that opportunity presents itself again, that we're, we're there to take it. Yeah, do you think then sort of big wins again, yeah, like the likes of the Roscommon one, that it'll encourage maybe younger lads that are deciding between hurling and football, that might encourage them to, to pick up the, uh, the football a bit more? Definitely, yeah. I think that's what kind of Colin brought to the setup. He kind of brought that belief in, in fair football, and we've gone up the two divisions since he came in, so you'd even see it in our minor and 20 sides there, some guys who are talented about are starting to choose football instead of hurling, which is great to see as well, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they'd be well capable of playing with the hurling team as well, but they've decided to choose football. And you see it there, like I was even at the 20s game this year against Cork. They played a fine Cork side and there wasn't much between them and there were some really talented guys playing that day. So the future is bright for, for a lot of those fellas and for Clare football because these guys have tried to, have decided to throw their lot in with the footballers. Yeah, like the quarterfinal then obviously it's great to get there. Was it a bit nearly a bit disappointing that it was Kerry again and it wasn't just someone else that you've played them so many times and uh, they were there waiting for you in the quarters? Definitely, yeah. Uh, I think even the novelty of it would have been, uh, I suppose, nice to, to play someone different. Uh, again, Kerry gave us a good lesson that day, but I think um, just to play someone else in, in that stage of the uh, championship would have been nice. Again, just because we meet them every year um, in the Munster Championship. So when we got out of uh, when we got out of the Munster Championship, I suppose it would have been nice to see someone else. But in fairness, I suppose if you if you want to go all the way or you want to go to make a semi final, that you're going to have to play the best team. So we knew at that stage there was a good chance we were going to play a, a Kerry or a Dublin. So. Um, you have to play the teams that are in front of you, but yeah, I'd agree. I think it would have been nice to play someone different just for the novelty of it alone. Yeah, so looking back, was a great experience even just playing at the core final because you've seen over the years now, you usually have maybe the seven usual ones and you might get the odd one then that might sneak in. Yeah, definitely. I think even with the Super 8s now, it's kind of all big build towards the, the top eight ranked teams to try and, I suppose, get them into the Super 8 itself, so like that, it was it was great to make quarterfinal in because I suppose the last few years, it's very few teams have got there of the usual candidates, so um, yeah, I know it's nice to have, but like that, we had a great opportunity to get there last year, and mm. it was unfortunate that we, we slipped up against me, but um, hopefully the opportunity presents itself again.
Yeah, you just mentioned there. Would that be a disappointment that you had a chance there to get to the Super Ace and just build on, build Clare football up again and, you know, that you just didn't make it that day? Yeah, it definitely was fierce disappointing, I suppose. There were certain aspects of a game which let us down that they even myself there, um, I just heard performance that day. And, you know, I suppose you look on those games that with, with, I suppose, a lot of regrets because small things would have turned the game. And you saw them meet in the Super 8s. They performed very well and they're a very good side. So, And then obviously brought, brought them on a lot. Even in the league this year, they're very close in a, in a lot of games against a lot of big teams. So I suppose we were craving to get, get to a quarterfinal. But um, I suppose you're just hoping you get there again. You get another shot while, I suppose, Cullumston involved because he brought great structure and belief to, to this setup. And like that, if that opportunity arises again, um, we'd be hoping we'd be able to take it. Yeah, as you said there, even are you like in the mindset that you nearly you want to play the best teams that that'll actually bring you on rather than you know obviously you have other people then saying well you know these one-sided games but you need to nearly play the bigger teams just to, to bring on clear football that bit more. Oh, you do, yeah, and I know there was this argument about the second year for this year, but I remember even in Cullum's first year watching the lads, they got to the Division Four final and in in the championship we played Kerry, and I think there was. I think it was four points in it for a finish in Cusick Park, but that game brought our lads on a lot, yeah. um, just even playing that pace, and Kerry ended up winning the Ireland that year. So if we were in a second tier, we wouldn't have got that opportunity to improve yeah. ourselves against a Kerry side. So that's, that's the argument I'd have for, the, the, I suppose, every team to be in the first tier. I know no one's entitled to be in it, but I think to improve counties, um, the pace of football they play at, they need to be playing at a higher level. Because I think the leagues give teams a chance to play teams at maybe their own level and then the counties kind of, or the championship, sorry, is a, a chance then to improve yourself against bigger teams. Yeah, would you hear even like the championship needs to be restructured in, in a way that maybe compete the provincials and then sort of have the league structure and then that's based off, that leads into the the, um, the tier two then, that you, you're in your right to, to play, play to, um the All-Ireland, Sam Maguire, and then if you don't, you, you, you still have a chance to uh, play in the Tier 2. Yeah, it's a fair point, because I suppose a lot of the people love the argument that um, the leagues are the best competition in the mm. GA, but it's just played the wrong time of year. And I suppose yeah. in the, our own division this year, we've seen that in Division 2 is a minefield. With two games left to play, there's nothing between top or bottom. So if that was played during the summer, you probably have better football, and, yeah. and you'd have a lot, a lot of games as well, which is all players won. So... I suppose if they turned, turned the tables maybe and put a month of championship in February or March in the leagues in the summer months, it would be, you know, it would be something to think about because it's a lot more games for people and players yeah. to be involved in. Yeah, as you said there, you probably even just want to play games in the summer months because a lot of players only have, they're knocked out of the provincial the first round and then the qualifiers first round as well. And you only get two games, you, you probably want to play five, six games in the months of June and July. Oh, exactly, yeah, because I suppose we kind of saw in that year in 2016 what it was like to play that many games in the summer. Yeah. And then I suppose all the training and slogging, it's, it seems all worthwhile. But I remember the year before then, in 2015, we played three games and we lost two of them. And then you're kind of training for six months for three championship games. I suppose it's, it's easy to see them why lads go to America and stuff because of the lack of games. So. If they could sort something like that out, maybe it'd be great for players because I suppose the amount of training sessions you do, it doesn't really add up in with the, the amount of matches you've played in. So it's something they could look at. 
Yeah, on the division uh, two league this year, obviously, as you said, even mentioned it there, it was so close. Uh, you kind of had a bit of a, a mixed one. I think he bet Kildare the second uh, game, great win. We then disappointed maybe not just to build on that and try and get in a, a promotion race then. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny the way the league was because we lost the first game to Westmeat and then it was kind of, um, I suppose, people from the outside would have been saying that you're going to struggle to stay up and yeah. then we had the win against Kildare yeah. and people are talking the other way and then Ross Common beat us and they went back to the way they were talking and then so, like, yeah. I suppose, listen, you can't control what people say on the outside, but at the same time, we were very close in a lot of games. The Ross Common game, we were well beaten, but the Westmead game, we lost by point, and the Leash game as well. So, But that's just the joys of it. Kildare can say the same. They lost by point to us. So, there's nothing between anyone in, in the division. Our last game against Cavan, we won by two points as well. So, But that's the beauty of the division, because the games are so close. There's, there's no big gap between any team, I suppose. Yeah. If one team doesn't bring a high level of performance on, on one day against one team, then they could, I suppose, get a, a beaten like we got against Ross Common. But more often than not, there's only two or three points between any team, which is which is great Like because um, the games are so enjoyable because you know they're winnable. Yeah, would you even be thinking of Tier 2 going to the league this year at all? Or are you just thinking uh, aiming for promotion? To be honest, we didn't really, I suppose we lost um, a few key players this year in the league um, before it started and we were just thinking about taking every game as it comes yeah. because like that, a few teams lost players due to travelling that you don't know who you're up against. So we were just, um, like some of the games we might have been expected to win, we didn't win and then other games we weren't expected to do well in, we won. So it's just funny, like you have to take every game as it comes because if you look ahead at maybe team that you might be perceived to be better than, than the next game is, is a game you're going to lose so um, like that I suppose it's it's brilliant league as I said it's, there's nothing between any team and um, again if it finishes it'll be a very exciting finish for, for all counties because I suppose even the bottom teams can still aim for promotion because it's that tight so um, and at least I suppose we'll be playing, playing those games in the latter stages of the year where they should be played yeah, we'll move on to a bit, tiny bit about the, the club now. You um, obviously won three in uh, Clara Senior Football Championships. Uh, what, what's it like, I suppose, winning a, a club a club championship? Uh, oh, it's a brilliant feeling. Um, I suppose in 2012, we were relegated from the, the Senior Clare Championship, and that was a big blow to the club, but we kind of picked ourselves up in 2013, and we got to Munster Intermediate Final, and that kind of gave us a good bit of confidence then. Uh, um, that we were able to compete with some of the clubs in Clare. Um, and then the following year, then we got to the quarter-final. And then the following year after that, we kind of, I suppose, we did get lucky in that some of the, the bigger teams, I suppose, lost, lost on the way before the final. They kind of opened up for four new teams in the semi-final, and we took our chance then. And that gave us confidence then to compete for the, the years gone by. And we, we won the last two championships as well. But I think that the year 2015 was crucial because it was four new teams who were in the semi-final and, and we were the ones who won the championship that year but if, if it was any other three teams they would have got a bounce the following year and maybe our guys wouldn't have been as uh, I suppose enthusiastic about the, the coming year coming years gone by because um, they know that there's a chance that they could win a championship so it's funny the way things can turn just on a flip of a coin too 
Yeah, like obviously it's great to win a provincial championship with your with your county, but how special is it to win like a, a county senior senior title with your club that you've been playing with these lads for whatever 10, 15 years, however many, um, going through the underage and, and to win the the biggest uh, prize in, in Clare football? Yeah, no, it's it's brilliant really. I suppose you'd see as well what it means to your family because they were the ones who brought you down to the pitch from yeah. a very young age. So some of your best friends as well are playing with the team and I suppose you'd see the colour it brings to the town and how positive people are, are talking about Middletown football. So, um, no, it's, I suppose it's hard to describe at times because the way we've turned things around since getting relegated has been fantastic. And it's, I suppose you could be all day listening up to the people who it's down to because a lot of people have changed the, the views of um, the club from the outside and inside. So, no, it's, it's positive at the moment, but... Listen, we well know you need to kind of make hay while the sun shines because you're not going to have the players or people involved in management or, I suppose, a board level for, for very long. So you just need to make use of it while you can. Yeah. Do you even think the demands on club players nowadays are a bit too much? That Obviously, they're not at the levels of the inter-county um, set-up, but even the trainings you know you have to be fitness levels you have to you have to hear about drinking bans the whole time like you think the demands are just that bit too much on club players nowadays uh, I, th- I think they're very similar to county players only that I suppose in the I, I know there's lack of games at the times during the summer months but I suppose that is a good time in for guys to get away on holidays and mm. I suppose um, engage in social activities so that is the plus side to the club being while the county players are playing, at least they might have a, they might could ask the manager for a weekend off or yeah. I suppose um if they have a side party or something up where it's a count for a county you don't have that luxury. You have to wait until the county end club is finished. So while I do think club players are putting as much into it as county players, there is that bit of leeway at club where you can go away for a weekend if, if needs be. And I think that's great and it should continue because it's it's only healthy really. Yeah, even mentioned like the inter county training is nearly like it's not professional, but it has the, the professional aspects to it. Like, do you see that as a negative or you know, as a positive that it's developing the game year on year? I do think it's a positive because I suppose lads would sign up to it if they didn't love the lifestyle it brings. Like, I suppose it brings a very healthy lifestyle, and like, what else would you be doing? I suppose people take a year out to, to travel and I can totally see why it would because traveling yeah. is a great experience. But if, if you weren't doing that, then you'd just be inside in the pub drinking. So, and like that would have a negative, I suppose you'd have a negative mindset as a result. So like, it's, it's very positive and you're making your, your family, your parents proud, um, members of your community. You know, there's a lot of positive things towards it. So I think while it is very professional, you have to give up a lot of things. It's, it's worth it because um, there's so many positives out of it and you have a healthier lifestyle as a result. Yeah, like what is the, what's the aim for um, Claire in, in the future, like in, in your own opinion? Is it to, to try and get promoted from Division 2, maybe get into Division 1 for a year and then maybe get back to the Super 8? Uh, well, I suppose it, it's definitely every year you're trying to improve on your previous year. So last year we got to the last 12 in the Championship and... I suppose we just about set up in, in Division 2. So this year, I suppose you're just looking to improve on that. And it's just year on year, you're always looking to get better. So yeah. that's, that's really it. I suppose it's, it's more short-term goals than long-term goals. Because once, if you do get to a Super 8 or you do get to a Munster Final, 
and you do well in a thin, you can you can further aim thin. But until you do that thin, you can't. You have to be really realistic too, you know. Yeah, even the way the draw worked out, I think was it Yee and Tipperary were on one side, and then a Kerry and Cork another. I mean, if one of you gets the Munster final, then you're straight away in, in the last. Well, was the last twelve? I don't know what the structure will be, but it's just even getting to the Munster final can help you get to the last eight. Then. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a great opportunity for the four t- four teams on the other side of the draw this year because usually, I suppose, in the semi-final um, would be seeded with Cork and Kerry on either side. So um, there's a huge card for any of the four teams on that side. And again, we don't know the championship structure. So if you do get to a Munster final, are you are you out if you lose or do you go yeah. to the Super 8? So I suppose a lot of counties are still waiting to see um, what way they're going to structure it. But uh, I suppose when, when it does recommence, it's it's going to be exciting for everyone if it is knockout championship because it's not something we're used to and I think they'll see better games as well as a result. Yeah, we'll just uh, end up with a, a few quick fire questions. So uh, first one be, uh, what would be your greatest strength on the field? Uh, I'd say my fitness. Um, have you a favourite score that you, you've um, scored in a game? Uh, yeah, I'd say the um, winning point against Kildare in the Division 3 league final, that was especially right, that was something like, I suppose, um, something I always wanted to do as young lad was kick a point in Cobb Park, so to have this opportunity to kick the last score in that game was uh, very special. Um, what would be your favourite match that you played in? Uh, I'd say the Ross Common game in 2016. Um, like that, I suppose we hadn't got to the last eight in a number of years, and uh, I suppose the whole team that day you could have picked 10 or 12 men of the matches. It was just, yeah. it was really enjoyable to play in that game because the pace we played at and the type of football we played was really something you could be proud of. So, yeah, that, that day was a special day, right? And then the last one, uh, who would have been the best player you, you played with? Uh, Gary Brennan, I'd say, real leader um, on and off the pitch. He was, he was an example of any young lad who wants to be an intercounty footballer, and um, he's just the top class man in general. So, yeah, Gary Brennan. Uh, well, Owen, we'll leave it at that. Thanks very much for coming on. Sounder, it's a pleasure.